Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 389. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It is absolutely beautiful. I have the office door open. I can hear the birds singing outside. We have some water in the pool that's making this beautiful flowing noise. A little bit of traffic in the background. It is sunny and warm. Everything is a brilliant green outside. The sky is like that amazing blue. It's really just the most perfect, most perfect day. Oh, so as I arrive here, I, I feel like this is going to be one of those episodes where it would serve if you didn't listen to last week's podcast to probably stop and go back and listen to that and then come back to this one. I wasn't quite sure what I would be chatting about today. And in my meditation before starting this podcast, all of these images kept coming through that tied into last week's episode. And so I think we're going to have part two, <laughs> part two of the boat, the water taxi in the lake in Geneva, Switzerland. And so if you haven't listened to last week, I think that would be super helpful or else most of what I'm going to say probably won't have any context that will make sense for you. So go back if you haven't done that one yet. If you have, yeah, so I heard from several people that the imagery was helpful and it really provided me so much guidance over the weekend and then through this week. The full moon in Scorpio was on Monday night, Sunday night, Monday night. I think it was both. <laughs> I think it was a pink super full double moon. <laughs> there is so much happening astrologically. I have this beautiful astrologer friend. I've talked about her here before. Her name is Jan and she's in our energy gym and she offered our community just this amazing guidance and reflection about how much other stuff was happening in addition to the full moon. And just reading through that, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's why it's been such a shit show. Okay. <laughs> it is so helpful to have that language or that filter through which to look at this human journey because when when we're in it when we're down in the day-to-day activities and relationships and dramas and I don't have a lot of drama but sometimes the dramas pop up you know when there's stuff going on and our heads are down or looking sideways we forget that the perspective is so different when we can lift our head, our chin, look up at the skies, be reminded of the vastness of what's available, what's what's actually happening in the universe and the cosmos. It just brings a different perspective when we look back down into our regular lives. And so that is what I am offering as we step into part two, <laughs> part two of the water taxi. <laughs> yes, let's see where to begin. I feel like when I, when I sat down to share last week, it was pre full moon, (laughs) pre all that Scorpio energy. And, and I feel like I was just in this happy place of driving my water taxi around and celebrating. (laughs) And then perhaps the image that would be most helpful. It was a bright sunshiny day (laughs) on Lake Geneva. (laughs) And I was just in my zone with my water taxi going from stop to stop. (laughs) And then a storm rolled in. (laughs) A big, cloudy, black storm came in overhead. (laughs) And I had to decide what to do. Do I pull over to a dock? Do I keep on with my schedule? You know, how do I... (laughs) How do I navigate um, as the storm arrives and creates lots of waves and bumps? My storm was very small, but... It, it felt like 
if you've ever been at a, a place in the tropics and it's super sunny and then all of a sudden this massive rainstorm just flies in it looks like from nowhere maybe you can even see the clouds approaching over the ocean it comes in you have 30 40 minutes of rain it moves out and the sunshine is back <laughs> that's kind of like what it felt like to me last weekend specifically sunday into monday and and it was unexpected you know sometimes we have we have conversations with people and we think that you know everything is good and then one little phrase or or energetic is traded between two people and it's like it's like the hot button is pushed <laughs> you know the red button that you don't push gets pushed and then rah like all the alarms are going off and <laughs> At least that is how I sometimes experience it. Tranquil and peaceful and then from zero to ten, anger out of nowhere. And and it's just an energy and um, <laughs> there's so much I want to share. And what I, what I believe is if we allow ourselves to feel the energy and express it in ways that are constructive... And then sit with it later, like, what was that energy and what did it mean? And how do, I, how do I feel about how I handled that energy or emotion zipping through me? <laughs> like what, what is my self-analysis over how I did in that storm that popped up, you know, in the middle of the lake? Did I navigate it well? Did I wreck the boat? <laughs> did I flip it over and put everyone in the boat back in the water? Like, how did I, how did I handle that? And... I find for myself that the best guidance for me, the best guidance is always to be in truth as much as possible and maybe better words are kind truth, you know, compassionate truth, um, truth of being able to hear what others are saying around me and truly be listening to the words and the energy not in my head creating a response as the words are being spoken to me truly listening like what's actually happening in this conversation and i i feel like for many this full moon in scorpio energy because everything in our human journey is just another moment another energy another experience to teach us more about ourselves to help us expand more of our own consciousness it's never about the other person it's always about what are how are we navigating it what does it mean to us how do we how do we stay so steady in our own truth and knowing and so you know in those conversations where reflections are brought to us can we hear what is being said can we can we hear it can we feel it instead of automatically going into arguing or defending or projecting can we sense what's there and it's and i feel like this full moon in scorpio offered so many of us that opportunity maybe we rose to the occasion <laughs> maybe we made the boat a little topsy turvy <laughs> the boat got really rocky everyone on the boat was maybe nauseous <laughs> throwing up over the side of the boat <laughs> I don't know, like, how did we do? How did we do? And I think if we can, if we can sit here several days after this full moon energy, if we can sit here and go, okay, what was that about? How, how do I feel about how I handled myself and my emotions? What did I learn from that? You know, what was actually being shared in those conversations or experiences together without without being judgmental about ourselves or other people without being resentful or angry you know just just truly trying to get into that space of being curious and then perhaps a little self-analysis on our own practices so, for example, for me, the conversation I had on Sunday was unexpected in the sense of, you know, what was going to be talked about and, and not that, really not that big a deal in the scheme of my life. Like, it was just a conversation with someone I love. 
And when, when I could feel myself getting angry, I was surprised that I was so angry because it, it's something I have been really calm about for the most part. And, and so the anger was unexpected and, and staying grounded in the moment of the anger was, was a good practice for me. And, um, speaking my truth and then realizing like, okay, we're complete. <laughs> we're complete in the conversation. We can't go any further. It won't serve either one of us. So let's just like zip our lips and say we're done and, you know, come back to it at another point if we need to. But for now, like enough said, <laughs> enough said. And then I, after I finished on the phone, I, I just stood in my kitchen. I was like, what do I do with all of this anger? I, I don't know where it came from. It doesn't actually feel like it's all mine. What do I do? And, and what's so beautiful about the way I have, how do I say this? I have created a really powerful toolbox of uh, practices for myself when I feel wobbly or when I feel uncertain about how to navigate a moment. I have such a range of things that I've learned to do that, you know, I can just stand and in the moment in the kitchen mad (laughs) and I can feel all of that and then just go inward for a moment. This is how I handled it inward for a moment to say, okay, what, what do I need to do right now? What serves me right in this moment? What to do? And instantly I, I was taken back to this, <laughs> to this awesome moment with my daughter when we went to Costa Rica after her graduation from high school. We went to this waterfall and walked all the way down. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. We walked all the way down to the bottom of the waterfall. It was so far down. Like, I don't even know how many feet. It took us a good 10 minutes to go down all these steps and stairs that were built into the side of this mountain. And at the bottom, it's called La Abundancia, this beautiful waterfall in Costa Rica. And at the bottom, there's this lake, this little lagoon. And so you can rinse off and the power of the waterfall that comes all the way down to the bottom of the opposite side of the mountain it comes down into this lagoon and so you stand in the lagoon and there's just all this power of water moving around and then you can just swim and sit around and enjoy yourself and so we spent a lot of time in there just energetically clearing and then we had to walk back up (laughs) I remember standing at the bottom of this huge like huge huge crazy staircase thingy that was zigzagging all up and down and when we had been walking down people were walking up and they were huffing and puffing and complaining and I remember thinking oh this is going to be kind of rough but then when I was at the bottom looking up I'm like oh no (laughs) and my legs were tired from all the energy we'd released in the lagoon like my legs had been shaking so much from the power of that space so we're standing at the bottom and my daughter who's so incredible looks at me she's like well we got to do this. <laughs> like, how are we going to do this? <laughs> so she pulled out her phone. We've been taking so many pictures. She pulled out her phone and she put this song on. She's like, it's 10 minutes. It's going to get us all the way to the top. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's called Dance Yourself Clean. I'll put the link in the description. It's called Dance Yourself Clean. And it's just this really fun song that just has a great beat. And so we walked to the beat of that song nonstop. We didn't stop. We just kept going. And we went from the bottom to the top of this massive hill, mountain, whatever it was. It was so cool. Just like laughing at each other as we were doing it and cheering each other on. And it was just such a great experience and feeling of a song being with my daughter in that moment. So I'm standing in my kitchen on Sunday. My legs are gritted. My chin is gritted. I'm mad. I'm like, Oh, dance yourself clean. Okay. So I marched to the front door. Come on, Star. We're going for a walk. And then I marched Star and I like all the way through the neighborhood listening to the song. I listened to the song three times. We just walked, 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 walked. And what happened is it moved so quickly. It moved so quickly. I could feel everything I was feeling, which, you know, Scorpio energy is about bringing to the surface the darkness of of whatever is sitting inside of us, the shadow that we haven't wanted to look at and allowing space for it to transmute 
That's the beauty, the power of Scorpio energy. It transmutes into something different. You take that powerful energy and you flow it into something else, something that perhaps is more constructive or um, more aligned with how you want to be in this world. And so I could feel all the anger. I could feel all the ways I wanted to fight back and project and get into a, a pissing match, right? As they say, to get into this rah, 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 rah. And also how that's, that's just not what I want to spend my time doing. It's not what I'm here in this world to, to do. <laughs> it just isn't. It doesn't serve. And, and it's not true to me. You know, the emotion was true. The feelings I was having were true. But the reaction, the wanting to, you know, be mean, <laughs> like, that just isn't who I am and and so it was a really beautiful exercise for me to walk and feel and stomp and rah 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 and and feel it releasing feel it turning back into flow and and not necessarily needing to do anything about it not having to make any calls or do anything to fix it just like oh that was that was an interesting observation and is that true what I was told, is that true? Is that my truth? Is it someone else's truth? You know, how, how do I sit with this? And, and what do I choose from here? And, and it moved. <laughs> it moved. And there were many other moments. That's just one conversation, you know, in the last week or 10 days that has been filled with some some bumpy things coming up some emotions I don't always like to feel being brought in front of me and you know then I have to look at it like oh that's a part of me I I'm not really comfortable with or I don't like when I have those kinds of feelings and so what do I do with them I feel them and then what do I do with that energy how do I flow it forward from here and of course what was reflected to me you know Monday Tuesday Wednesday yesterday was a match in that exact same experience with multiple people of all different stories and how they navigated the situations they were in and how they felt and how they came to discern what's true and what isn't true. And so I look back from this moment, looking back at the last week, and I'll go back to the image of the lagoon here to kind of uh, share some of the awarenesses I've had. So I, th I feel like we, I'll speak just for myself, and I'm assuming you have matches <laughs> if you're listening to this, <laughs> but I'll own my own shit. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I believe I was so in my zone of water taxi from stop to stop to stop to stop to stop that I was just looking ahead as I was moving through all of the activities I described last week. So I had clients wrapping up, my daughter, my son, there were things on my calendar and I was just moving through and I wasn't really paying attention to the weather patterns. I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't have the capacity in that moment last week to feel that there may be some storms kind of gathering. And, and normally when, that's, is that the right word? Not normally. Most of the time, my radar is pretty solid. I can feel something arriving or I can feel the, the energy between two people shifting. And so I'm not always surprised when conversations or things come up that feel bumpy or uncomfortable to me. I've sensed that they're arriving. This one I didn't. And, and so when I look back on the last week and I feel into... Last week, when I created this episode or this podcast, last week's episode, I I was looking straight ahead. I was just looking at what was right in front of me, and I wasn't really tuning into the atmosphere, the collective energetic 
um, fully. Not that that's right or wrong, just an awareness for me. Um, There were definitely days I didn't have my regular meditation practice. Um, I got out of my routine of exercise. And I feel like a lot of those practices keep me, you know, it would be like the water taxi image. If I... If I'm stopping at each dock and I'm getting out and I'm taking a bathroom break and getting my meal and getting back in, I probably would look at the sky (laughs) every once in a while and wonder, like, is there a storm coming? Is there anything happening on the lake I need to be aware of? (laughs) I would have seen if, like, the police were approaching to say, hey, you're going too fast or you're going too slow. I just would have had a wider viewpoint. And, And so that awareness for myself of my daily routines, my daily practices help me to stay even steadier when there's a lot shifting astrologically. And so I got kind of out of balance, not out of balance, but my third eye kind of took a short nap. (laughs) Is that the right word? That's not even right. It's like my radar on my water taxi perhaps normally would have like a thousand foot range and I was down at the hundred foot range. That feels more true. I was just looking right here and I should, not should because shoulds are a waste of time. I'm aware now that it serves me to keep my radar (laughs) a little wider, (laughs) a little wider. Yeah. And also... It's okay. I, what I love about full moon energies, and I haven't always loved this. It's taken a lot of time (laughs) to get to the point where I can say I love this. (laughs) It used to really just scare me. I'm like, oh no, what's going to happen this full moon? (laughs) And now I look at it as, oh cool, something's going to be illuminated and then we can just look at it and choose what to do with it and move through to the next thing. Like we're not going to have hidden things that pop up we're going to see them at the full moon and what i what i love about the full moon energy is that it seems to empower at least the scorpio one that we just had it seems to empower people to speak or express um, uncomfortable places within themselves that maybe they wouldn't normally be courageous enough to express and then in response, because that, that energy feels like it's coming up and out of that person, when we're across from that, it, it generates the same response from us. Like some of our own uncomfortable feelings come up and are expressed. And so what happens in that matching energy between two individuals is both people are able to see and feel and articulate something inside of themselves that perhaps they hadn't felt comfortable enough to do before. But there must be some truth somewhere in the individual who's expressing that, even if they don't have the right words, even if they fumble it, there's some truth inside that gets clarified. Yeah. And maybe the clarity, because this is what we said last week, right? Scorpio clarity, and now it's Scorpio flow. The clarity, it could be something we discover about ourselves that we weren't sure of before. It could be something we finally see in another person that they hadn't allowed us to see before. Often, I feel like when it comes up like that, it's fear-based. To me, up and out feels more like of throwing up energy, which in the Louise Hay book, throwing up is, you know, fear of what's new, rejecting what, what you're uncomfortable with. It, it's very fear-based to me. When, when I feel like we share things from the heart, it doesn't feel like it comes up and out. It feels like it pulses like a heartbeat horizontally from heart to heart. And so it's a very different vibration when it's truth expressed from love versus truth expressed from fear. At least that's the energy, the way I see it. But when, when we have that sort of uh, purging or expression of fear-based energy, now the fear is sitting in between those two people. The fear is there. And so you can, you can now understand the fear. You can 
attempt to um, have compassion or offer support for each other through that fear. And that's a beautiful place to get to in a relationship when, and let me back up. I didn't get that all on Sunday. (laughs) Sunday I was just dancing myself clean energetically and stewing about it a little bit in my meditation time and (laughs) sitting with all of it. Monday, kind of like maybe a little calmer, a little, mm, I don't know. (laughs) By Tuesday, my practice is once a week to have that complete pause in my activity. So Tuesday morning, I sit my, well, lately it's been Tuesdays, maybe it'll change, but I sit down and I journal and I meditate and I I look at what's actually happening in my life and, and get really clear about anything that needs to shift, any ways that I'm not in full alignment. A star shakes himself up. <laughs> and on Tuesday afternoon, I could feel that I was still what would the word be? Not so much shaky. I was still foggy. That feels like a better word. It's still just, things just still didn't feel quite clear to me. And normally, usually, I would just power through because there's stuff that needs to get done and time, you know, often is short. And so I got a list. I got to work on the list. And I I remember consciously Tuesday sitting and looking at my list and knowing I wasn't clear enough. And so I went outside and I laid in the sun for an hour and just listened to this calming music and was breathing and clearing my mind as thoughts would come up and just creating spaciousness and stillness inside of myself. If I bring that into an analogy with the lake, it would be like not even a lunch break because on a lunch break I would pull up to a dock and get out and go get some lunch or pull out my cooler and eat my lunch and there'd be a lot of activity in that this felt more like putting my boat putting an anchor down somewhere peaceful where nobody would interrupt me and creating a little energetic vortex around myself and then laying down on the top of the boat underneath the sunshine and just feeling the boat rocking and there's no one in the boat and there's nowhere I have to be for the next hour or two. There's just this absolute cocoon of quiet space to be. And for me, the hour was amazing. For some people, you might be able to do that in five minutes. (laughs) You might need a half a day. You might need a whole week. Like, I (laughs) I don't know what your pause would look like. But when I was laying there, just feeling all this light pouring into my body and the warmth of the sun, hearing the birds and feeling the wind around the, the very still breeze around the trees. What just came through so clearly is the root fear that was sitting in the conversation on Sunday, the root fear. And, and I, I know you must have this feeling sometimes because I have it so often. When, when pure truth that sits underneath something that looks kind of foggy or shadowy, when pure truth is revealed or seen within ourselves, there's this buzz of energy that moves through the whole body. So for me, I was laying in the sun and all of a sudden I could hear the words again of the conversation and and it was like I could see what the root fear was, crystal clear. And then my whole body just went whoosh. You know, the, the last little parts, if I think of the song Dance Yourself Clean, the last little parts that weren't feeling clean just released. It was, it was like that nugget was truth. That was truth. And so now I know what that was and what it was about and how do I engage with that truth not how do I engage with the fear or the projection. How do I engage with the truth? And that's such a beautiful place to be when, when then you can get a dialogue at that level and, and listen, listen to what's the truth underneath the fear. It's not even that I have to say anything or do anything now. It's, it's just meeting that energy and having compassion and love that, oh, that's what it's about. Oh, I understand where your fear came from. 
Like that's a valid thing to be afraid of. That's a truth that's probably very uncomfortable. And so I, I get it. And I was just laying there in the sun going, oh, <laughs> okay. All right, now, now, now we can have a conversation. Now I can just be present and I don't have to do anything. I see it. And so I share all of this. <laughs> this is probably way more detail than what you are interested in, but you're still listening, so I'll keep sharing. I share it because it's a, it's a process I go through until I feel like I'm at that place of pure truth. And until I'm there, it's not going to serve me to go back into a fight, to go back into a debate, to try to convince someone of something. It, it doesn't serve. It becomes manipulative. Resentments get created. Words that are more untrue keep getting added or more fearful keep getting added on top because we still aren't at the root truth. And it doesn't, it doesn't even need to be me saying to somebody, I see your truth now. Now, okay, I laid in the sun. <laughs> I saw your truth. Now I know what's going on. Now we can have a conversation. It's not even that. It's, it's always about what we are here to learn and understand and expand in our own journey. It's not about the other person. And so for me, it was, it was this process of you're not quite there yet. You can't rush into something else. You can't get on your boat and start driving to the next stop and keep motoring through when you haven't come to a full completion on this storm that just happened. How, because in a big picture of this image we're playing with of the lake in Geneva, even though I'm not quite doing it as clearly as I did last week, perhaps, it would be like the storm. So I'm doing my rounds. Let's say I'm, you know, taking people to their stops and I'm doing my thing and I've got my 100-foot radar on and I don't see the storm approaching and so I'm in between stops. This massive storm pours all this rain down on the boat. Everyone gets soaked. We're all just trying to hold on to the side. Boat's rocking. All this energy is moving. The driver's like, I can't even, me, right? I can't even see more than 100 feet in front of me. It's pouring so hard. How am I going to get to the dock? And so there's all this unnecessary energy and swirl and chaos that if I'd had my radar broader, I would have been able to stay at the last dock a little longer, make sure everyone's covered, make sure, you know, the the boat is going to be safe and no one gets hurt. I would have changed my course, my agenda to accommodate what I could feel was arriving if I'd had my radar at the place that it should be or could be. So if I didn't learn from that, if I kept with my busy schedule because that's what's supposed to get done and I need to make sure I get all these stops in, if I just kept motoring, I would have been more frazzled as the driver because I would have felt the rush and the energy that was so wobbly from the unexpected storm. I wouldn't have changed my radar to have it go wider, so I would have still been 100 feet ahead, which meant if another storm approached, we would have had the same experience all over again. And at some point, people don't really want to get in your boat. (laughs) Let me talk about myself. People don't want to get in my boat if it's rocking all the time and if there's storms always moving in and out. And that's not much fun for, for those who are just wanting to get into the water taxi and take a cruise around Lake Geneva and <laughs> get on and off and have their experiences. The rocky boat, like, that's not much fun. And maybe they aren't, they aren't having the experience they want or learning what they want to. Or maybe my attention isn't fully on where they're wanting to be dropped off at. If I'm just focusing on trying to keep the boat from rocking all the time. The, the focus of where the amount of my focus and where it's focused shifts if I'm in that chaos mode all the time. So, using the same imagery, storm hits, unexpected, all the rocking of the boat. I keep going, I pull into the next dock, pull off tie my boat up, get out of the boat, check the boat for damage, (laughs) look 
around, make sure we've still got all of our passengers, help each of the passengers out, tell them we're going to we're gonna take a little short break. <laughs> we're going to check that the boat's in good condition. We're going to check the radar, expand the radar back out to a thousand feet. Everyone, a little short hiatus. And so all the activity, just like I was describing on that Tuesday, the to-do list was parked for a little while so that everyone could be on the dock, have their own lunch break, have some chat time, do whatever. I get in my boat by myself, go off to that quiet little area, lay under the sun, look at the sky, get a feel for myself of what's happening in the atmosphere, reconnect to the nature around me, maybe sit up on the top of the boat and look out at the lake and remind myself why I chose this lake, how beautiful it is, how much I love the work that I do and the stops that I take, how excited I am for the people who are going to get in my boat. I reconnect back to my own passion, to my own why. Why am I at this lake? Why am I driving a water taxi? Is this the right experience in this moment for where I am in my life? And of course, in that moment, it's an absolute yes. It's a yes, and I expand my radar back to a 1,000 feet. And then maybe I sit in front of my radar for a few minutes before I go back to the dock. And I look, like, what's happening in the weather? I had some beautiful awarenesses come through as I was laying in the sunshine. Once I got that nugget, that truth, that clarity, right after that, like all these other little things just came together that I hadn't had time to tie together because I had been so busy and so I was able to see oh I need to call this person about this and I need to follow up with this one and oh that thing that happened back in January like now I understand what that meant and it's it's like pieces of the puzzle come together in that space for me at least and I'm sure for you and then there's just a settling of my energy like oh okay we're back on track, <laughs> steadier, calmer, a little wiser, aware. So I'm going to motor on back in my water taxi to the dock and let everybody know, okay, agenda's this. There was a storm that may be coming next Thursday or Friday or Saturday or whatever, right? We're going to have some rain, so make sure you've got your rain jacket or your umbrella, and we may be a little late to that one stop because, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, you just start, you start engaging with updates, you you bring your community into alignment because you're in alignment, I'm in alignment. And then you remind everyone, like, hey, I had this awesome experience. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. My mom and my two children and I went to San Francisco when I was working a market, marketing corporate job for a construction company and they were having a conference for the marketing department out in San Francisco and so I was able to go for the conference and I had my mom and my children come along with and so they were hanging out and doing their thing while I was at the conference and then when it was over we all went down the uh, coast to Monterey and cruised around and just had this incredible time together it was so beautiful <laughs> When we arrived in San Francisco, we had a little time um, before the conference to just kind of acclimate ourselves. And my mom found this amazing tour of San Francisco that was on a fire truck. <laughs> so it was like a reconstructed fire truck. And so we got on the top of the, was there a top? I think it was just the one layer. There was this fire truck. We got in the back and we're all sitting there. And then there was this tour director, this young woman who was so fun, so engaging, telling stories, making jokes. She had this little song she would sing that I still tease my kids about now. I'll sing the song sometimes and I always butcher it and I don't have the words right. And they start laughing and they correct me with what the actual words are. But it was foggy. We got to the bridge. It was super foggy. You couldn't even see, really, that you were on a bridge, maybe. And then we got to the other side, and we went down into Sausalito and toured around and back up. It, it was just such a great experience. And this woman made it 10 times better. She was so full of enthusiasm and love for where she was. And she just wanted you to know everything she knew. And it was so 
it was one of those magical moments for me on a vacation that I just am so grateful to my mom for creating. And I have that, that same sense in this moment as I use this image of the water taxi on the Lake Geneva. When, when the driver of the boat or the guide of the boat is in love with what's happening in that moment, that experience, it up-levels everything for everyone around them. So as I am in my water taxi, like my love for going from dock to dock and being at this beautiful setting of this lake and this magical place and the sun and the trees, it's exactly how I started this podcast. My love for this home of Gaia and this human experience we're all having bringing that into the passenger's space on my water taxi, bringing that into this podcast space, into the communities where I play and work, it up-levels the experience for everyone. It just helps all of us reconnect to the magic we all have of why we're here. And when, when I'm in that space of such appreciation and being in love with my own journey I'm in alignment with myself and and that's when I feel like all is well for me (laughs) you know that's the that's the place I like to spend more and more of my time and that doesn't mean I don't have the human you know roller coasters of emotions in between and I don't get triggered and say and do dumb things and it's I'm still a human but the place I most want to play and spend my time is in that vibration of deep love for my human journey here on Gaia. And so that's my my place I'm constantly um realigning to that's my baseline that I'm constantly checking in with every week when I have my Tuesday mornings how am I doing in alignment with that expression of myself and what needs to shift and how do I keep coming back into balance and so once a week usually is enough uh, space in between that I can recalibrate fairly easily I think if I went every two weeks I'd, I'd get cranky. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't spend quite as much time in that space of joy that I usually do. And every day is just, it's too much time. I, I want to be creating and doing and living the human journey. And so if I was meditating all day, every day for hours, then I wouldn't be living my journey. And so there's a, there's a balance to it that I have found for myself. And I'm trusting expressing all this to you helps you feel into what's the balance that's best for you. And then once you feel that, once you create that understanding, can you hold yourself accountable to, to consistently being in that calibration, coming back to that calibration, realigning yourself with that calibration? For example, the the woman who um, did the tour, the tour guide who was on the fire truck. I'm sure if she worked every single day, all day long, she wouldn't be able to maintain that level of fun and play. If she does one or two tours a day, three or four days a week, it's always fun. For years, she could perhaps maintain that until she gets bored and wants to do something different. It's the same for us, you know. There are going to be as we find this calibration for our own process and practice, there's a natural, I'll use the word flow, there's a natural flow to it that we start to sense and, and trust. That's the biggest word, and trust. And sometimes that flow, as it's cycling around, will say, you need to do something different. And I, I feel that like with this water taxi image of the lake in Geneva, the stops and the docks and and the flow that I'm in are perfect until I feel like it needs to shift. I, I need a different stop. I need to add a new dock or I need to close a dock or I need to perhaps move to a different lake or, you know, we talked about this in last week's images. 
Sometimes as we settle into our own calibration and we are consistent with it and we're in our flow and the flow is good, the flow will stay good until it isn't, until it needs to change. And then when it changes, it takes that pause. So it would be like me in the water taxi, doing my rounds, doing my rounds, doing my rounds, loving it, having so much fun. And then one day perhaps it just isn't feeling quite so fun. And so I pull I take everyone off the boat, leave them on the dock with their lunches, and I go back to that little cocoon, and I lay in the sunshine, I look at the stars and then the sky, even though it's daytime, they're still there. (laughs) And I look at the trees, and I talk to the trees, and I talk to the water, and I feel like, okay, is it time to flow in a different way or in a different place, and how do we do that? And what does that mean? And... How do I align with that? And then I go back to the dock and communicate that and, and things maybe shift. When we have that, when I, when I have that level of trust in the flow of life, in the ability I have to understand what flow most serves me, When I drop deeper and deeper into trusting this experience and living it fully and loving it and sharing it, then there isn't a lot of room for fear to come in and and disrupt my flow or have me question my flow. It's it's like fear can kind of come in and pop something up and I look at it and I oh Let's keep moving. <laughs> Let's keep going on. Let's see what's next. It's, um, it's a different way of expressing faith, maybe, than some do. You know, for many, I think faith is about religion or, um, you know, perhaps the symbolism of God or other, other images. You know, for me, the... Faith and flow are very tied together. Um, trusting that there is a, a constant movement of energy and constantly, all the time. And as long as I keep tapping into that movement of energy and aligning myself with the highest expression of it, there's just nothing to be afraid of. And that's an incredible way to live life. So perhaps Scorpio clarity can guide you right into Scorpio flow. And then we'll see. We'll see what is next week. I have a sense of what I will be talking about next week. Um, So I'll share here. There's an amazing video by Dr. Zach Bush called What Happened Last Year that I've spent quite a bit of time with over the last few weeks and specifically over the last few days and a lot of the pieces that he was pulling together in that video are fascinating and make so much sense to me it's the same feeling I had about that moment of clarity of truth on Tuesday in the sun like oh that's what's underneath all of this Um, and so I'm going to sit with the video some more I I feel like perhaps um, it needs some translation. <laughs> I've shared this before. He's, he's a wizard. He's amazing. He's so intelligent. And he also fire hoses. We've been using that word in the gym recently. <laughs> he fire hoses all of this data and research and documentation in a way that kind of shell shocks <laughs> you or me. It's hard to absorb and keep all of it straight and... And so I feel like this weekend I might be spending some time taking some notes and, and sitting with all that he shared. And then perhaps perhaps if it resonates as I sit here next week, I might bring some of that into this conversation also. But I encourage you to look at the video and feel into it for yourself and explore some of the resources that he offers. He's a very, very intelligent human with um, such love for humanity, such passion for this human experience, such love for nature and just the power 
of Gaia. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Before then, I've got the gym. If you are feeling like you're in this boat all by yourself and no one speaks your language and no one even knows where the boat is going and what lake are you even on? Because <laughs> that's a very real experience for lots of humans right now. I am hearing it in many places. If you're having that experience, I encourage you, go to my website, look under Offerings Community Viv's Energy Gym and feel into it. Try it for a month. If it's awesome and you love it, it'll be the best $55 a month you'll ever spend. If it's not great and you don't love it, which I doubt, but perhaps that's possible, then you've spent $55 for one call, two calls, a month's worth of calls, and now you know it's not for you. So I, I really encourage you to feel into it. The community space is so kind, so deep, so like the men and women are witnessing each other in such profound, caring, strong ways that individuals are flourishing and it's it's amazing to me <laughs> call after call i sit in video space with these beautiful humans i'm like what <laughs> god it's good it's so good so if you are looking for community it's an excellent place to begin and um and you'll know so check it out all right have a beautiful weekend. I'm sending you off with so much love, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.